Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, a very warm welcome to episode number 34 of the Balancing Act podcast. Whether this is your first listen or if you are a regular, it is fabulous to have you here. Very warm welcome. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Please do make yourself comfortable. I am still feeling the holiday vibes this week. I have been managing to build those moments of like complete presence and being immersed in the moment more and more into my week. And it feels really, really good. The The slower pace that I've been experiencing is like so enjoyable. And yeah, something that I, I love being in the habit of. If you didn't um, listen last week, then please do go and check out the that episode number 33, which is all about how to build the holiday vibes into everyday life. Today, I am sharing six lessons from six months in business. And I first shared this in my Facebook group back on the 30th of June, which was the six month anniversary of me leaving corporate employment after 12 years there. For anyone who who might not know, um, before I became a balance coach, I worked as a geophysicist in the energy industry for a global corporate company. And it was a job that I loved in many respects. There was, um, yeah, so many great things about it. Um, But I felt right from the start, I'd always felt that there was this like deeper meaning missing. And that deeper meaning has always, like right from I was a really small child, it's always been something that I... I aspired to that I really wanted from my career. And I think it's quite telling that the year after I started that job, I bought the Financial Times Small Business Startup Guide. And I still have it there sitting on my bookshelf dated 2010. Um, And so over my time, in my corporate job, I always dabbled with different business ideas on the side, sort of looking out for maybe new or different opportunities. But I never found like the thing that felt compelling enough to make me want to leave the job. And on top of that, I worked for a really great employer. There was lots of of fantastic benefits and there was financial security. And so both of those things um, really impacted the lifestyle that I led. I was able to travel lots with my husband. I was able to go off climbing in the evenings and, and weekends. And I think on top of that, I feel especially grateful that the 
the those over that time those the the security I guess that that built allowed me to save and um has ultimately like enabled me to do what I'm doing now. So I very much feel that um that whole experience has been like part of my learning and my journey. I'm very, very appreciative of it all. But I think one of the clinchers came when I had kids and I started to really, really value my time, like even more so than I had before. It felt so precious and something that I wanted to make sure that I was making the best use of, like, you know, almost at all times. Um, also, kids just put into different, they give me a different perspective on what my values and priorities are and the things that were really important to me. And so it just became really, um, yeah, really important to me to want to be showing them what's possible in terms of like following your dreams and, um, you know, knowing that anything's possible. And also for me to like be the example of the change that I want to see in the world. And so why I wanted to start off by sharing that is because I, you know, I hear lots of stories about people leaving a job that they hated, they were like desperately unhappy in, or that the work environment was awful or, you know, just not healthy. And for me, that definitely was not the case. Like, the, the job was fab in so many ways. I wasn't desperately unhappy. You know, I, I turned up to work every day feeling you know, happy enough. My colleagues were fab, really, really great relationships built there. But as I say, it was just this longing for for more and, you know, maybe secretly wondering, like, is this it? Is this what I put in all those those years of like studying and and work for? And it was this, that nagging feeling that just wouldn't go away. So I guess when I came to coaching, then I wasn't totally new to the world of entrepreneurship because I had been dabbling on the with these projects on the side. But this year has very much been the first time that I've gone all in, if you like, Um and it's been totally incredible. Like it's been, I I feel this huge sense of like trust that I've totally made the right decision for me. I've got no qualms about it. My my work like totally, totally lights me up. It makes me feel energized. I feel content. I feel fulfilled. I feel purposeful. I feel like I'm able to like play big, as Tara Moore would say. So yeah, it totally feels like I'm doing the the right thing. And at the same time, I am constantly learning. I'm constantly, it's been, you know, it's a, a trial and error, I guess. I think very much um, in keeping with my scientific background, I see what I'm doing as a bit of a science experiment in some ways. I think that starting up a business feels a little bit like solving a problem, if you like, um, and figuring out what the most effective way to do that is. And so in my case, it's um, trying to find the most effective way to develop both myself and my services and offerings so that I can best serve and support you. And 
So on the episode today, I wanted to offer a little bit of a behind the scenes look at what I've been learning. And I had to think about it and I've noted down six lessons that I've gained over six months because that sounded, you know, nice and snappy. So I'm going to dive in, go through each one in turn. And I think that, yeah, they all feel quite, quite juicy to me, actually. The first one I would say is that there is no magic formula, which is what I believed for so many years. What I actually know now is, you know, no one has it all figured out. We are all just human. Even people that we we might put on some sort of pedestal and look up to, they are exactly the same as us. There is no need for pedestals anywhere. Um, everybody has challenges. Everybody has struggles. And I think that there's always a lot more going on behind the scenes than we ever realise for, for everybody. Um, I feel very lucky to have got to know some incredible business owners over the last couple, the last six months. I am part of a group container that is incredibly supportive um, and everyone faces challenges, you know, no matter how successful their business is on the outside, depending on how you measure the success Um you know, everyone faces challenges and struggles and no one has enough time. So I think for me in that, it's it's a matter of like choosing what we want and then working through small steps to make it happen and recognising that all the time it probably will feel imperfect, it probably will feel messy and that often things just won't work out in the way we expect. But we are all capable. We all have so much experience behind us. us, um, And all of that stands us in such good stead. So, you know, you have the potential inside you to do whatever it is that you choose. And there's not a magic formula to getting there. Um, The second thing... I have learned then is that I would say potentially somewhat controversially, but there there is no business development without personal development first. Um, this is something that has very much held true for me. So when I was dabbling with business ideas previously, I I focused very much on business strategy. So wanting to know how to do things. Um, In Aberdeenshire, our local council um, offered a a free series of of workshops on everything from accountancy to social media strategy. And it was fab. And um, as an avid learner, I took every single one that was going, you know, and really made the most of it, did notes, um, um, really like implemented as many of the actions as I could, but it only took me so far. And what I was finding, um, especially with my granola company that I ran, um, I was getting caught up in all of the detail and all of the doing rather than being able to take a step back and look at the big bigger picture. 
because what I now realise is that I was getting lost in the detail of things that didn't really matter that much. And a large part of the reason behind that is because I was scared to put myself out there. I was scared of what people might think, um, what they might think about this new business that that I was um, you know, pushing forward, what the implications might be if, if my colleagues, you know, what the, my colleagues might think of me trying out new business ideas um, things like that, which are all very you know common and very natural concerns. And what I've actually found is that in because since coaching especially has become so, such a big part of my life, as I start to understand more about myself and get to know myself more and understand like how I'm holding myself back, then when I can work on that stuff, then that's when the real business breakthrough comes. And the business breakthroughs almost follow naturally from the personal breakthroughs, I would say. Lesson number three, then, is your environment matters. It matters so, so much. So I've heard... um, statistics quoted about how we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. But I think environment, it doesn't, it's not, it's not just physical environment and it's not just relationships or people as well. It's it's everything, you know, it can be um, the things that you have in your walls, in your house, the, the colours you paint your walls, the clothes you wear, um, how you like how much time you spend outside. There's so much that goes into it. But I think the the overall understanding here is that you will naturally gravitate to becoming more like your surroundings. And this is a very instinctive, very basic, very natural human need because we all want to, to fit in and be accepted and be part of a group. Um, and so we will as, like instinctively and naturally do whatever it takes to to fit in with the things and the people around us. Um, and like I noticed on a very, a very simple example was when I cleared my wardrobe out in January. I looked at the clothes that I had previously worn into the office and I thought, hmm, it's so interesting to see these now with a different perspective. Um, like how they didn't really, they don't really represent my personality. I think they were very much, you know, navies and greys and quite um, like conventional. And that's not something that I would choose to wear in day to day life. So that's one small example, but you can scale that up and see how these things that really form part of our identity as such and how we present ourselves to the outside world and what we believe about ourselves really start to rub off in and add up to much bigger scale beliefs. Um, so I think nicely moving on from that, then lesson number four, I would say, is that I'm going to say happiness, but this could be replaced with happiness, contentment, satisfaction, um, confidence, self-belief, 
all of that spills over into all areas of life and it starts with us and how we feel about ourselves. And I think where this has come from for me is that because I have this, now this like, I'd say deeper contentment or connection with my work and it brings me a real like true sense of purpose um you know I really feel like it it's my I found my thing I noticed that in general life um you know in and outside very much outside of of work I just generally feel like less frustrated less annoyed less irritable and that really rubs off. Like I, I feel a much greater sense of enjoyment, of fun, of ease. Um, and I'd say like personally, that's a huge benefit, but it also rubs off on the people around me. So again, back to the, your environment, you know, the environment is a two-way thing. Um, and, and I feel like for me and my environment, that's been a real positive impact. Lesson number five, I would say, is that wealth comes in so many different forms. And I think that, you know, I guess in a large part, the way our society is built, we we very much see success as being linked to maybe status, I would say, and finances. And actually, there's a lot more to it than that. So, you know, if you are in a situation where you are maybe earning lots of money, but you're like burnt out, you're tired out, you're frazzled, you're like you're constantly working, then you don't have the time to enjoy or spend the money. So is that really success? Um, and do you feel wealthy? I would suspect probably not. Um, and so it's been, it's been really interesting for me hearing people reflect back to me how, you know, saying things like, oh, I see how well your business is doing. And I really feel that, but I'm not at the financial you know, I have not hit my financial goals yet. And so that has been the instigator for me to think this is so interesting. Like I do feel that success and I do feel the wealth, but it's not coming from like financial wealth at the minute. Um, But there's so much more to it than that. Like this, the purpose and the fulfillment and everything that I've described so far feels like wealth to me. It's just not financial. Um, and then lastly, lesson number six, I would say that momentum builds, action builds. Um, it's this, this idea maybe of the compound effect. So adding in lots of like small, tiny little steps. It all really, really adds up. I I find that when I when I get into momentum and get into like taking action, as a, even if it is messy and imperfect, um, it opens up this real like um expansive feeling inside me where I I have this real sense of freedom. 
And that's something that has very, very much come through over these last six months. Um, like I feel sort of unleashed in a way. Um, I remember back to when I was, say, 16, I went on a school's expedition to India, which was like a really impactful um, experience. It was, it was just fantastic. It opened up my eyes to the world. And I really distinctly remember coming back from that and having a conversation with my dad where I told him that I had this belief that anything is possible. Like that's what that trip gave me. I believe that anything was possible if I chose it. Um, and somehow over time, that belief just deteriorated. And I I know that, you know, not so long ago, I almost felt stuck like like there weren't many options open to me. Um, I didn't know what the alternatives are. And that has completely swung around. I, I, I truly now believe that anything is possible. I, I think that um, I can do whatever I want if I, if I choose to do so. And I feel this real sense of like authenticity from that. Like I feel like myself. Um, and that feeling is, it's amazing. It's incredible. And that is what I want to pass on to other mums, because I believe that anything is possible for, for any of it. And like passing on that feeling is what a lot of my, my coaching offerings are now focusing around. Um, so yeah, I love it. I love it. So that is, yeah, that's the six lessons. So to recap then, number one, there is no magic formula to, I guess, to progression. Lesson number two, there is no business development without personal development first. Number three, your environment matters. And that can cover relationships, um, the physical environment you're in. Um, and so much more than that. Lesson number four, happiness spills over into all areas of life. It's all interlinked. Lesson number five, wealth can come in so many different forms. And lesson number six is that like truly anything is possible. So yeah, I really, really love sharing these with you. I would love to know which one or more of those really strikes a chord with you. Um, pop over to the Facebook group, The Balancing Act for Working Mums. If you're not already a member, please do feel free to come and join us. It would be fab to have you here. And yeah, let me know which one of those resonates the most. If um, this is sort of lit you up inside, if it's giving, if it's like um, sparking up a little inkling that you had had, then I have three one-to-one -one coaching slots open at the minute for uh, my three-month programme, Made for More. And um, in it, it's designed to help busy professional mums who want to make a big positive impact in the world create the balance of like work they adore, family life that feels fun and there's like a deeper connection to themselves. 
by releasing the guilt or that comes with wanting to be more, do more, have more, whether that's more meaningful relationships, more financial abundance, more freedom with your time, more fulfillment in work, um, or just more fun and more enjoyment and more laughing in your life then if you are ready for any of those things, please do drop me a DM and let's chat some more. And with that, I shall very much look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you, who are seeking more balance in their everyday, then come join us on the free Facebook community, The Balancing Act for Working Mums. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favourite platform so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.